Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Blog Talk Radio. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Hi everyone, it's Chatting with Nat. Yes, it's Natalie G. Natalie Jean. Today we have the honor of having singer-songwriter Germany. Germany was born on September 9, 1992 in Houston, Texas. Germany is a singer and songwriter from Houston, Texas. Born into a musically inclined family, she was influenced at a very young age. Germany gained musical familiarity through both the church and school choir. Germany has performed at local talent shows, venues such as Fitzgerald's, House of Blues, and other venues in Houston. She creates a mixture of R&B pop and hip-hop vibes that are sure to captivate your ears to another level. Germany has also been featured on sites as Artist of the Week, has been nominated for Artist of the Year, and has been number one on the singer-songwriter Reverb Nation charts. Although inspired by many music legends, she exudes great individuality. Her strong love of music shines through shines forth through every melody and tune played in her songs. Germany is a musical force like no other. As she continues to strive for greatness, there will definitely be more to come. All right, let's give a round of applause to Germany. Hi, Germany. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm surviving in a pandemic. <laughs> I know, right? Aren't we all? <laughs> just like, when is this going to be over? Um, have you been vaccinated yet? Um, so I got my first dose, but I still have to go back to get my second one. Have you? Yeah, I got my uh, first dose. But the thing is, I've had COVID, so the side effects have uh, are ten times worse. Um, it's made me really tired. I feel like I have COVID. That's what it's done to me. Um, so super, super tired. Um, so, so I'm not looking forward to the second, I have to say, because I heard that it, that's 10 times worse. Um, but no, right. I'm being a team player here. I don't like that stuff. <laughs> I don't know what it is. 
you know, and they need to really start telling people uh, what's in it because one of my friends, she's like, she has gluten allergies and she said she was knocked out for the first four days. She was really sick because she suffers from gluten allergies. And so oh, people wow. need that. Um, so have you been doing any live streaming during the pandemic? I have not, but I have been, you know, writing a lot and working on new music and concepts and things like that. Awesome. Uh, do you like the whole live streaming thing? I mean, it's okay. I see the benefits mm. because of everything going on, but um, it's just not the same, I feel like, as being in person with someone. It's just like the next best thing, I guess. Right. Considering uh, everything that's going on. Yeah. So, you know, I'm, I work with B-squared management and, you know, Bertie was just like, yeah, you might want to try to start doing that. I'm like, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then there some some days you're like singing to yourself because there's nobody there. Or sometimes you have a lot of <laughs> you have few people. Um, for me, it was just a great way to still remember the lyrics to my songs. Um, and then, you know, keep practicing the music. And then sometimes I gain new fans who were like, Oh, I've never heard of you, blah, blah, blah. I need to listen to more of you. So um and because of the pandemic thing, it was a way, you know, to keep engaged in all of this stuff, you know, how we have to keep engaged in all these social media platforms. So how do you do that? How do you keep engaged in all these social media platforms? So I feel like for me, I do um, stories a lot. So it's it's not necessarily, I guess, live streaming, but it's a way to for, you know, people to see you on a regular basis or a day-to-day basis by, you know, talking on video and then you're able to upload it through your stories on Instagram because I'm I'm big on Instagram and that's like the main platform that I really use when it comes to social media yeah um I was told oh no you should do stuff you should do the reels and you should try to do the TikToks. And, oh my god if I tell you those things are still not me and I had to force myself to do them um but with TikTok. I like, I do my own music, or if I do something silly, it's usually because I put my kittens in it and we do something funky together. Um, but I, but it's mm-hmm. also a way to push your music. Um, like when I do Instagram Lives, I actually put it on the Sisters in Music, uh, one minute clip, obviously, on the uh, Sisters in Music platform so that, you know, I'm promoing uh, you ladies uh, the best that I can. And it's, it actually works well because one person has over 700 views on it. Um, it's cra- oh, it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy to me how we whew, have to be on all these platforms because every day you have to think of something to say. I know that there are sites like Hootsuite and I think Buffer and all that stuff where you can pre-plan your day. But for mm-hmm. me, it depends on my mood of what I'm going to post that day. So if somebody's irritated me, uh, there's going to be a quote that might go along with that irritation. Um, so and I. <laughs> And, you know, I like to be, you know, organic about things. I don't want anything like free plants and just crazy like that. Um, but, yeah, right. we, we definitely have to – it's just a new way of doing things, of being seen and heard. And I, I have so many of these – seen so many of these independent artists that post these wonderful pictures. Now I'm having to dig through the vault. And I have – yeah, this is my younger stuff. I don't want people to think that I can look like this right now. Although some people say, oh, <laughs> some people are like, you haven't changed. And I love those people. Um, how 
would you describe? <laughs> yeah, because um, I'm over 100, and I like to tell people that because I've been around a long time. Um, how would you describe your music? So I would describe my music as R&B with pop, like a mixture. Um, I did grow up singing in church, so I feel like my singing style does incorporate some of, like, the gospel um, emotion behind (laughs) my music, just because I grew up, you know, in the church, so it's hard not to, um, when I sing, a lot of times it's hard not to incorporate that, but overall, I would say R&B and pop. Okay. Um, What? do you love most about being an artist? For me, it's the writing. For me, um, I've been writing, I don't know, ever since I can remember. And I feel like I've always been big, even in school, like I just always enjoyed like writing, telling stories. Hmm. And I feel like that's my favorite thing about it. I love to sing, obviously. Right. But for me... I've always just enjoyed being able to tell a story and I love country music as well. And a lot of country songs tell stories right? and it just resonates with me personally with being able to write. So that's really my favorite process. I always get really excited when I write something and I feel like it can resonate with someone else or touch Mm -hmm. someone in the same way. Yeah. I love that. You know, a lot of the independent artists that I've spoken to, one of the, uh, big things or that we all have in common is that we want our music to resonate with our listeners. We want them to have some kind of reaction. We want them to be like, oh my God, this artist gets me. I have to listen to them. Um, they're being honest mm-hmm. and from a place of truth. Um, and I think it's very important. And I think that, you know, people are just sick and tired of the same old thing. Because if you turn on the radio station, it seems like it's the same old stuff all day long. Sometimes they pay the same mm-hmm. stuff over and over. And I think that speaks to a lot of what is needed out there in the world. People want to belong. People want to feel like like you are their best friend, kind of. They can live that fantasy through you and say, you know what? I'm going to get through my day by listening to Germany. So I love that. Um, have you always been interested in music? Um, was there a particular song performance that made you say, wow, I want to do this? Well... So I have always been interested in music, and I feel like since I have a lot of family members that either sing or they play instruments, like I have a cousin that plays violin, I had an uncle that played um, the trumpet, I had, you know, cousins that play piano, so I felt like I was always just around music, so it almost just felt like the norm for me, and I just automatically gravitated towards it, Right. so even you know, as a little kid growing up and being around that all the time, it just made me feel like, oh my gosh, this is what I want to do. Like, this just feels right. Even before I knew that I could actually have it as a, you know, career, it was just something that I just genuinely enjoyed. Yeah, I'm the same with you. I grew up in a family of musicians and it's just something that's always been a part of my life, but I never thought I'd be singing. I didn't even know I could sing. So one day I tried, and there it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, there it was. I was like, oh, maybe I should try this. Um, do you play any instruments? So I play a little bit of piano. I'm still 
tweaking and learning more and more about that. But that's the main instrument um, that I'm focused on right now in as far as fine-tuning my skills. But I would also love to learn a guitar as well. Uh, so let me tell you, I tried uh, to do the whole guitar thing. And let me tell you, I felt like a contortionist because when I went to take the lessons, they're like, well, put your body this way. Your arm has to go this way. And I'm <laughs> so uncomfortable. How am I going to I do know. This? How do you, uh, and then you want my hand to go, what? Um, I just don't get this. Um, but I love the fact that you're trying to hone those skills because I'm trying to do the same thing. Um, I've had a smart, I tell everybody this, but I've had a smart um, keyboard in a box for five years. Yeah, I got one of the smart keyboards. Mm-hmm. It's like, I can learn how to play because I don't play anything. My instrument are my vocals and you know, I can write songs and stuff like that. Right, same here. But I, I, I truly believe that it's essential to learn how to play some kind of instrument. Um, it just adds to your repertoire and what you can do. And sometimes, you know, if you can't rely on a band, you can do a solo thing where you're just playing the piano, you're playing the guitar, you're playing the violin or whatever it is, and you're just giving mm-hmm. a kind of amazing, amazing show. Right. So, so good for you. I see, I see <laughs> how I hear this stuff. You guys are motivating me um, to do to do the same thing. What what? Yeah, and it's hard. It's hard what? learning learning a new instrument. I wish I would have learned it as like very young. You know. Yeah. Yes, I always tell my parents, like, why didn't you force me to play something? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you on that because I see all these parents, oh, I'm taking my kids to piano lessons or violin. I'm like, um, I wish I had that too. What sets your, what do you think sets your music apart? What is unique or at least uncommon from anybody out there? So I think for me, my love of R&B and pop is, kind of where I go whenever I want to write my music. But Mm -hmm. I think that the gospel elements that are incorporated with the way that I sing and the way I carry my vocals is what kind of sets me apart. And I also love hip-hop music. I mean, I'm a huge music lover, so I'm open to all genres of music. And I think the way that I'm able to incorporate that whenever I'm writing or whenever I actually lay down my vocals is kind of what sets me apart from everybody else. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> so we're going to play. Let me see what we got. We're going to play "Gimme." Tell me what that song is about. Oh, "Gimme." So this is one of my favorite. This is actually one of my favorite songs that I've written and actually recorded because I just love my vocals on this. I feel like it shows my vocal abilities um, more than some of my other songs. But "Gimme" is like a really sexy, sultry song about people that are, you know, in relationships or just, it's, it's kind of a, I don't want to say sexual. <laughs> hey! I don't want to say sexual, go, hey. but it is a sexy, it's very sexy. It's a very sexy song about you and the person that you are with and the nights that y'all spend together. Intimately. Like That's what Gimme is about. I like it. All right, we're going to have a word from our sister <laughs> and we're going to play it. I can't wait. Hi, it's Jordan and Madison, and we're Jay Madison out of Nashville, Tennessee. We'd love to tell you about B-Squared Management, artist services by artists for artists. Get your press, branding, single release, and sync success plan now at bsquaredmgmt.com. And listen up to our latest single, Down, now on Spotify. Mm -hmm. 
Give me, give me, 
wasn't that. That was very, 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 very sexy. <laughs> Thank you. Well, it was very sexy. Yeah, it, uh, I'm sure if a lot of people heard this through the pandemic, we'd have a lot of children. New babies coming <laughs> up. Got that sex appeal. Hell, sex. That's oh. okay. Because I think people have sex. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I think. And sometimes you need that you need that music to get you going, you know? I've been telling right. a lot of the artists to like try to come up with like like a, some kind of brand that they could pair their songs with. And I've learned a lot of things from some of the indie artists. So this woman Kingsley, uh she actually created a lipstick. I thought this was really cool. Uh lipstick, um, each lipstick is named after her single. So she can pair, you know, yeah, you have her music, you have lipstick, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you should have a wine. My God, could you imagine if you had a wine that could be paired with that song? Thousands of babies out there. Thousands. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's an awesome idea, actually. I think you should think about it. I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. Because uh, uh, I'm also thinking, I'm thinking outside of the box and taking this entrepreneurship course. And there's it, they, they teach you so much about different things that you can do to actually push your music. It's not just about being on the social media platforms, but having something else that says, this is who I am. You know what I mean? Um, right. So how important is is it for you as an artist to be able to speak your truth? Oh, it's really, really important. I think that that's kind of where... Um, for me, like my writing is really helpful for me and being able to kind of speak my truth because at the end of the day, when you think about it, it's not just your truth. It's other people going through the same things that you're going through. And like you said before, as an artist, you want to be able to resonate with people. And even though a lot of times as individuals, we feel like we're going through things on our own or by ourselves, it's really thousands of other people dealing with the same issues and the same problems that you are. And music is really, in general, what kind of helps people get through a lot of some of the most difficult times of their lives. Exactly. No, I agree with you 100%. Music has such a healing power. It's the one place where you would think we all can get along. Um, Absolutely. And it is a place. Um, sometimes people try to divide us. Um, we don't have to adhere to that. Um, you know, it's just, it's just fascinating to me, the whole music industry thing, because, you know, you listen to country music and, you know, Black have to kind of try to break down barriers to try to get in there, which is kind of crazy for me because it's music. Or women are competing against men. I don't understand that. It's mm-hmm. music. It should be any type of, um, of competition. It should just be, oh, here I am. I'm here to sing. I'm here to tell a story. Just enjoy my music. Exactly. Long. And, you know, I had an inter- interesting conversation with somebody else. And, you know, one of the things you notice with women, you know, women can tend to be. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Um, in competition with one another. So that's why Nikki and I started um, 
sisters in music because we want to show the platform is huge enough for all of us, all of us. Right. To show our greatness and everything that we can do out there. I mean, we all have voices. I mean, and all of our voices are very different. And so mm-hmm. some are going to say, wow, you know, these people are getting together. They see it's like the platform's huge enough for all of us to share it. And we're just going to do an amazing job. Um, so exactly. You know, all I can say is thank you for continuing to do music. You know, um, how supportive um, are your friends and your family in regards to your music? Oh, extremely supportive. Um, actually, I feel like one of the reasons why I really kind of got into music at such an early age was my dad because he was the one that kind of, I guess, uh, kind of pushed me a little bit as far as really um, wanting to pursue music and writing and all those things. But my family is extremely supportive, um, which is, I feel like, a a really big blessing because I know a lot of people that um, do music and their families are not as supportive. So I just feel like I'm very, I was very blessed to be able to have um, family that supports not just my music, but anything and everything that I kind of want to pursue. I'm I'm lucky enough to have that support system, um, and it's really just a it's really just a big blessing I think. But also being coming from a musically inclined family on my dad's side specifically, I feel like it's not really too far fetched to you know, want to be a part of, of music as my everyday life. Right. No, I, I get that completely. And I'm, I'm glad to hear that you have a great support system. I think that's awesome. You know, I was talking to this uh, young lady yesterday and she's only 16 years old, but she's very smart, highly intelligent. And she was saying how some of the people in her school are just have been, just, you know, not mean. It's like, oh, you think you're better than us, blah, blah, blah. You know, you remember back in the day. Like, oh, right. Think. And people can just be funky, and she's she's very strong-minded, and I love that about her. Um, and that she's pushing through, and she's just like, you know what? I'm going to do my thing. There's always going to be jealous people. I'm going to po- focus on the uh, the positive. And I think that's right, always absolutely. As artists, how do you how do you see things uh, for women in this in our industry? I mean, it could be any genre, and we're slowly being seen as people that are worth it out there and in the music universe. How far do you think we have to go to be seen and heard? You know, I think not as far as we kind of think, just because I feel like so many women have paved the way for other, other uh, women artists. But I think that now, like when you look at the music industry, like women are dominating the music industry in every, like in every single genre. It's like, it's crazy, but it's, I love to see it. Absolutely love to see it. Yeah, no, I, I was, talking to somebody as you said a couple of years ago she's a music producer and she said she was the she went to this convention and she was the only female music producer there how crazy is that that is crazy but i can't say i'm surprised which is kind of the sad part <laughs> yeah it's, it's very sad it's very sad um we're going to play your song something tell me what that's about Oh, something. Oh, so this song is a little bit a little bit different from Gimme. It's basically about uh it's still more emotion based, but okay. it has kind of like a Caribbean uh sort of vibe to it. 
So this one, this is a, a fun song for sure. I like it. Let's play it. Caesar. I think you definitely do one for that song because uh, I'm seeing it. 
I'm seeing it out there. Um, it's, it's really <laughs> what platforms do you use to um, uh, market your music or get your music out to radio stations? So, um, of course, social media, Instagram is a really big one. But I'm also on Spotify, Reverb Nation. Those, Reverb Nation especially is the one that I use a lot. But okay. Spotify also has a lot of really good um, opportunities as well for artists. Um, I'm going to tell you, you need to try, um, you need to try Play MPE. Uh, it's the word play and the letters, initials, M as in Mary, P as in Paul, E as in Edward. So what that is expensive. Okay. It's not cheap. Um, I think the cheapest thing you spend on is like $250. Now, what this does for you, they better be happy that I'm actually talking about them because I use them a lot. Um, so what this does for you is that you pick the genre that you feel your music best suits uh, this platform. And so you have, mm-hmm. to, you have to create some kind of verbiage, like you can take language from your press release and you put it in there and you get it in the wave file and stuff like that. And what it does, depending on which genre you pick, it sends it out to all these radio stations. So let's say you choose uh, the RMB. It's going to go to all these RMB stations. And so after that, what it does is and in a couple of days or three days or even a day, you will see who has streamed it, who has downloaded it, who has done nothing with it. And so it does take some work. So you have all those names and then you have to find the radio stations and then you just email them. Basically you say, oh, I see that you stream, downloaded, listen to my song. Please let me know if you have more, you need any more information. I'm happy to send it to you, blah, blah, blah. But it's been great mm-hmm. for me. I've been able to chart because they have some, some of the charting for some of the genres. And, you know, I've had other radio stations be able to listen, actual radio stations listen to me. So some of them are internet radio stations, but some of them are FM, a, a, um, FM AM radio stations. I had one guy that was always selecting my music for the dance hip hop thing, charting thing, and I charted on there several times. So I, I, it, your, your music is very good. So I think that you should try considering. Um, using that platform to send your music to um, radio stations. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I definitely will check them out for sure. Yeah, um, and let me know if you need help with that because um, I have contacts over there. Um, so much. Together we are stronger. I love to help people. We are. I um, love it. I love it. <laughs> um, what's one thing you wish you had known when you began your career? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think one thing I wish I would have known when I began my career. Oh, I know. I think that would be all of the opportunities that are available in the music industry besides (laughs) just being an artist on stage performing and touring. I wish I would have known that because I feel like sometimes – you have, like, as a kid, you have these big dreams of things that you see on TV, which is fine, you know. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But I don't, sometimes I think we put ourselves in a box, and we think it's only one way to, quote, unquote, make it, or one way, only one way to get into the music industry, and you have to do it this way, or else you're a failure, and it's not going to work. And that's not necessarily true. Like, there are so many different avenues of being able to do music. And I feel like the older that I've gotten, the more I've kind of 
um, shifted my mind to understand that the opportunities are out there for you to do something besides just being on stage and performing. Like songwriters, I mean, it's just so many opportunities as far as like commercials and movies and so many different things. And I wish I would have known that much, much earlier instead of putting so much pressure on myself to just be only an artist. I love that you said that because the truth is, is that because of, you know, the pandemic, we truly have to, had to understand that. So yeah, it's not just about getting on stage. It's about getting your music into film, television, commercials, documentaries, hell, in the Mm -hmm. elevator, getting your music in the elevator or at a Starbucks. Um, Right. I mean, that, that, that is another place where we can, it's another resource of being able to get money because let's be honest, streaming, you have to stream three million. I mean, you have to have like 10 million streams before you really can even mm-hmm. like, even you're, you'll make some money, but um, it's just crazy about the whole streaming thing. But yeah, there's so many more avenues where our music can go. And I agree with you hundred percent. I have the same thing. If I had known that I would have focused on so many more different things, I would have, learned about promotion better because now I'm like oh I could I gotta promote these old albums but the thing that I've learned is that there's no expiration date on on music and it's funny how people absolutely release this single and I'm going to push it for a year and I'm done but that's not how it works you can push a single till you die (laughs) basically (laughs) I mean yeah if you really if you really believe in a song you can do it like I'm I plan on doing something with play mp for one of my French songs. I released that album, I think, in 2014, 2015, but I, I love this one song. People love it. I said, and I didn't push it. I really didn't know the whole aspect of marketing. So why not just right. take that song and say, hey, here it is. Listen to it. Play it. You know? What is... Exactly, because... Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say exactly, because you might have wrote a song four or five years ago, and it's a movie comes out next year and they need a song for that movie and that might be the perfect song just because you did it five years ago doesn't mean that it can't help you progress in the industry so yeah I think that's a great point as well that's right and the other thing that I learned the other day was a friend of mine she's been giving us a lot of information on clubhouse and about social media where to send your music sync licensing and stuff like that and she said one guy told her she had an opportunity, and this guy said, oh, I don't really have anything. I don't think this will fit. And she said, no, just give it to me. And lo and behold, the person selected his song. So if you think your music is good for a specific opportunity or you're kind of hesitating, send it anyway. Because that song yep. might be good for something else in that person's catalog. You know? Exactly. Um, what would you say is something that you try to do um, musically, but it didn't pan out. And what did you learn from it? So I would say, uh, let's see, something that didn't work out. Well, I mean, if I'm I'm being quite honest, I felt like at the age that I am, and the way I guess I thought things were going to go, as far as me being able to do music full-time and actually like a kind of which kind of ties into what we just talked about of being an artist touring uh being able to perform 
that has not really panned out the way I thought it would when I was a kid, of course, because you have these, you know, big dreams of being the next, you know, major mainstream artist. Um, But I think what that not happening has Mm -hmm. really helped me learn that there are other ways to be able to do music full time and still pursue my passion. So it kind of ties into actually what we just talked about. So yeah, that hasn't panned out for me, being able to tour and make, you know, um, a full-time living off of my music yet. Right. But as far as, you know, being on stage and performing and touring different cities and things like that, but it has taught me that to open my mind to other avenues of still being able to write for other artists, write for movies, write for commercials and things like that. And I honestly do feel that I could just, I could be happy because I'm still pursuing music. I will still be doing music full time. I'm able to write, which is really, I feel like at the core is what I really, really love. So that's what that has taught me for sure. Um, what advice would you give to somebody trying to break into this industry? Don't give up because, because you are going to get so many no's. Like the, all, the thing to remember, I think, is that you're going to get no, no, no all the time. But all it takes is one yes. That's it. All it takes is one yes to change your life completely. That's all it takes. But if you give up, you'll never know. So... I think that you you do have to have tough skin because of all the rejection. But if you are willing to get through that rejection just to get to your one yes that could possibly change your life, then that's really the only thing that matters. I agree with you a hundred percent. No, but that's really that's that, that's the answer right there. Um, I think also is that you know music is extremely subjective, and that. Just because one person says no doesn't mean somebody else is going to say yes. I've had instances where I've submitted my music um, to different places. In one place, I won the award. In a place, they didn't even they didn't nominate the song for whatever. So I think that mm-hmm. when people are um, somebody rejects your music, it's not necessarily about you. It's what it's what they like. And I often times think that when you know, you enter, and I believe in entering songwriting contests and stuff like that because you can meet people. I've met people to do collaborations with. I think that um, you take it with a grain of salt. You have because mm-hmm. that listening to your music, they already have a preconceived notion of what they want to hear, and they may right. not a particular song at that moment. It says nothing, but it says nothing about you. Your music is probably fantastic. But it's just not right right for that person at that moment. I think people need to start understanding that. And like you said, yeah. you know, don't give up. If this is your passion, let me tell you how many times I sit down and say, oh, no, I don't know if I can do this anymore. It's just so much work. But every time I do this, I get an email from somebody that says, oh, my God, I love this song, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, God, you're telling me something. I'm going to continue to do this. Um but give me some money. Absolutely. But give me some money. Because <laughs> um, I need I know. it. It's yeah. expensive. I understand. Um, it's crazy. Um, what is one quote you live by? What is one quote that I live by? Um, Faith without works is dead. <laughs> That's one of them. That's obvious. That's the one that came to mind because it's the truth. Like, I mean... <laughs> 
I feel like, you know, you can want things all day. You can believe in yourself all day, and that's great. But if you are not putting any effort towards what you want out of this life, Mm. then, I mean, nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. You have to be willing to put in some effort, some work, to see the results that you're hoping for. So you are the key. That's it. You are the key. No, I believe in it 100%. Um, So tell our audience where they can find your music online. So you guys can find me at germanymusic.com. That's my official website. I'm also on all music platforms and as well as Instagram at Germany Music. And that's Germany with a J, so Germany Music. Awesome sauce. Uh, thank you so much, Germany, for being on Chatting with Nat. It was truly an honor to have you on here. You know, one of these days we have to do an Instagram Live. Um, I can't wait to chat with you some more eventually. I'm going to follow you, follow your journey, and definitely contact PlayMP so everybody else can learn about who you are because you have amazing music. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much for this opportunity. I'm so glad I was able to chat with you. It was Great. Thank you, and have an awesome week. Um, that was you Germany, too. everybody. She's phenomenal. She's fantastic. She's empowered. She speaks her truth. Just love her. Follow her. Find her. Listen to her music. Once again, this was Chatting with Nat. Until next time. Chatting with Nat is a podcast for independent women seeking to speak their truth and to break down barriers. We host honest conversations that help to guide and empower women. Speak your truth and set yourself free. Let your voice be heard. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.